listening to the Writerly Bites podcast, where you'll get bite-sized tips for making your writing and your writing life better. I'm Blair Hurley, and I'm a novelist and creative writing instructor. You can find more about me at BlairHurley.com and on Twitter at bhurley. You can follow news about the podcast on Twitter at Writerly Bites. This week's writing tip is get inspired by another text. I don't fully believe in writer's block. Or, I don't like how writer's block frames the discussion of creativity, as if it were coming from some mystical external place and we're powerless to welcome it back into our lives. All we can do is wait and hope and pray for it to revisit us. Rather, I think of writing ruts as a period where I'm not doing the work of shaking up my own thought patterns, not welcoming new stories and other ways of telling stories into my life. So whenever I'm in a writing rut, stumped about what to write next, I like digging into a primary source text that can show me something different about the way people view their world. Once on a street in New York City, I was stopped by one of those guys that try to sell you a beanie in a book about Scientology. At least I think it's about Scientology. Out of a moment of weakness, I took the hat and the, and the book, and once I was home, I started reading the book. It was full of apocalyptic ideology, crazy lessons pulled from obscure verses of the Bible, promises of doom and destruction, and an assurance that reincarnation, among other things, was all part of the grand plan. It was ridiculous, but it was also showing me another way of thinking, a way of telling a story that others found very compelling. Reading snippets of that strange book pulled me down a path toward researching cults and cult-like ideologies and getting seriously interested in the sometimes out there and very fringe ways that people express their beliefs. It led me towards an idea for my next novel. So that's just one example of a very alternative text that reflected a genuine belief and got me thinking about the kinds of stories that I might like to tell in a different way. Some other texts that always help me shake out of my usual writing ruts are other religious texts from other religions, uh, such as the Ramayana, or Zen Koans, or Bible verses, other sorts of religious texts that I find Even though I'm not part of the culture of that religious belief, I find it really inspiring and interesting to try to get into the shoes of the people who wrote these stories and the people who created mythologies and superstitions and poetry around their belief. One of my novels was almost entirely inspired by the hidden stories behind Zen koans. I also love reading poetry as a way of getting back towards an alternative way of ordering sentences and thinking about ideas. I've also picked up pamphlets, such as a pamphlet on how a person could become a Catholic. I pick up these pamphlets in churches that I travel in and out of. These sorts of texts are unusual and take me out of my comfort zone in fascinating ways. And they get me thinking about how a character who might be very different from me might view their world and might actually have a narrative for their own life that's different than the narrative that I would expect. That's what we're really looking to do when we're creating a new fictional short story, I think. We're trying to create a new narrative for our characters. 
This week's reading recommendation is A Separation by Katie Kitamura. Uh, there are many books out there that quietly unsettle, I think, and this was one of my favorite examples of that whole genre of literary novel, where a character who has been separated from her husband quietly for a number of months suddenly learns that he, while on a trip to Greece, has died unexpectedly. And this man's mother arrives on her doorstep, certain that she will have the same level of allegiance and wants to find out and will want to find out the mystery of what has happened. So they go on this trip together while the whole time the narrator has this burning secret, really, about the nature of their relationship and how it really wasn't much of a relationship anymore. It charges the whole novel with a quiet sense of dread and almost menace as well as they're struggling to solve the mystery of the death of the husband. It's a fascinating story written with a coldly chilling and, and beautiful level of insight that makes every sentence compelling. Thanks for listening. The Writerly Bites podcast will be back with micro tips to make your writing better. It's produced by me, Blair Hurley. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and visit the website at writerlybites.com. Email me at writerlybitespodcast at gmail.com with your favorite tips or questions about the writing life, which I'd love to tackle in future episodes.